Hi, welcome to Health Trust Clinical Services Candid Conversations. This is a conversation series where we highlight clinicians, physicians, and supply chain leaders who are innovating, caring for those in need, and working to improve human life. Over the next couple of weeks, we'll be interviewing Health Trust Clinical Warriors, those that are on the front lines in this fight against COVID-19 who have demonstrated sacrifice and courage. Please visit healthtrustpg.com and send us submissions for clinical warriors you would like to recognize. In this conversation, we talk with Dr. Schindler, clinical pathologist at Mercy Hospital, St. Louis. She is the medical director of Clinical Laboratories, Blood Bank, and Transfusion Medicine Services, and diligently working with her teams to find a treatment for COVID-19. My name is Dr. Emily Schindler, and I am the medical director of the clinical labs, including the Mercy Blood Donor Services and the Blood Bank at Mercy Hospital, St. Louis. And I am a clinical pathologist with fellowship training in transfusion medicine. Thank you for everything that you're doing. We have, um, you were submitted as a clinical warrior and your team as clinical warriors in this fight. But I wanted to talk a little bit, we saw an article um, posted that talked about this convalescent plasma. And I thought maybe you could help us by educating us a little bit first on what is what what is convalescent plasma and why is this important in this fight against COVID-19? Yeah, I'd be happy to talk about that. So at its most basic level, convalescent plasma is taking the immune response from one patient who's recovered from COVID-19 infection and they become a donor and give that plasma uh, to another patient or up to three patients who are still actively fighting the infection and don't have the appropriate immune response. In more specific terms, it's uh, putting a needle in the person's arm and over about 30 minutes to 90 minutes, depending on the person's size, uh, we collect just the plasma out of their blood and that contains specific antibodies against the coronavirus, um, give them back all the rest of the components of their blood, and then we transfuse that to patients who are fighting the illness. Okay. And how soon after a patient is diagnosed, treated, recovered from um, the coronavirus, can they um, donate their plasma? So the FDA sets forth three pathways which a person can qualify to donate plasma, and it's really going to depend on the local blood donor facility exactly how you're able to qualify and which pathway or pathways they're following. So the three pathways are, one, you had a positive PCR test uh, that was done through a swab at the time you had the virus and then you are 28 days symptom-free. So that's the first way. The second way you can qualify is that you had a positive PCR swab at the time you are sick, you've been well for 14 days, and you have a negative PCR swab from your uh, nasopharynx at that time. The third route of qualification is that you may have never been able to get the PCR test but you have an antibody test showing that you had the antibodies, so that confirms that you were exposed and had the virus and that you have sufficient antibodies and that you're also 28 days recovered. Okay, okay, and full circle, how would this treatment be administered back to a patient um, to treat them to um, fight this disease? 
Yeah, so uh, the FDA has granted investigational new drug access to this product. So there are clinical trials ongoing at several large academic institutions. The FDA feels that there is enough promise with this therapy and also because of the absence of other known effective therapies for COVID-19 the rest of us who aren't able to do clinical trials are able to access this investigational, uh, quote, drug, a biologic drug, um, through an IND with the FDA to be able to give that. And Mayo Clinic is actually administering an expanded access program that Mercy is participating through. And we are able to offer it through that program, even though we're not formally enrolled in a clinical trial. Okay, great. So why did you believe that this was a good idea? Why do you feel like this is a promising type of treatment that you want that you thought that your organization should participate in this? So transfusion medicine physicians uh, generally have seen in our training and historically that convalescent plasma has been used effectively in the treatment of other viral illnesses going back as far as the pandemic influenza of 1918, and more recently with the SARS and MERS viruses, which are coronaviruses that are related to um, SARS-CoV-2, as well as with Ebola. When did your teams really start to open up this opportunity for convalescent plasma? When did you start taking in patients for this? Or when did you announce that you were going to start this research? So it was around April 5th or 6th. Uh, we attempted to um, qualify some donors by NP swab. Uh, we had one donor who was 14 days recovered and was able to donate at that point. And then we shifted our focus to the patients who had the positive PCR and were 28 days recovered. And we were very fortunate um, to have a huge group of patients to pull from who had gone through our drive-through testing clinics. And uh, Mercy Research was utilized to recruit from those patients who had tested positive to see if they'd be willing to be donors. So it's really been a huge effort on the side of Mercy as a health system to link up people who tested positive with opportunities to donate in their local communities across the health system. One of those locations is Mercy Blood Donor Services located within Mercy Hospital St. Louis. And uh, we're partnering with local blood collection facilities across the health ministry. One of the things I thought was really interesting is within just a couple days, maybe two days, I can't remember from the um, article, but um, it looked like you had your first patient. And one of the really interesting things was that, um, you know, we see you guys as warriors and heroes, but you guys named your, um, your patient as just the hero, this first patient that came in and, and gave and actually sent a message that, hey, everybody should be doing this, that can do this. Um, you really highlighted that patient. And I think that's amazing, the humility that your team had to really focus on this, this amazing patient that came in soon. Have you continued to have that great um, outpouring of people coming in to want to donate? We have. It's been really exceptional. Uh, the people that our team contacts are very excited to help out, willing to help out, rearranging their schedules to be able to come in and donate this plasma as soon as they are eligible. It's really 
heartwarming to me to see how the community has responded to this need and really come out in force to support other people who are fighting it. And a lot of our donors, their families were significantly touched by this illness. And the donors themselves may be recovered and feel well, but some of them have family members who are still very, very sick with the coronavirus. So it's quite personal for them. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, one of your patients had said that they'd already lost two people from the coronavirus. So um, absolutely. I think that's um, that's just really awesome. And I'm really excited to hear that that's continued to be something that um, your patients have just said, yeah, absolutely, we'll give. So really, this podcast, one of the main reasons that we created this was, you know, we were seeing all of the Unfortunately, you know, it feels like the negative things and a lot of our, um, you know, our nation has been in social distancing and people were, we felt like there was, start, we were starting to lose hope and we wanted to see ways that we could really spread hope. But I think this is one of those great ways to see that, hey, we're, we're fighting and sometimes we're, we think we're winning. We're starting to win against this, this virus. And we want to really thank you and your teams, but I wanted to see if you could share one thing one um, piece of hope for others that are working the front lines every day or um, our patients also, what would that message of hope be? I think that message of hope is that your healthcare teams are actively pursuing every possible treatment and diagnostic option that we can. There's a lot of possible tests possible treatments, and we're trying to sift through all the information and really give everything complete consideration and be able to offer our patients as many possible therapies as we can. So we are working very hard to bring anything that might have therapeutic potential to the bedside as soon as possible. So there's lots of people who aren't seen by the public who are working very hard on this every day for our patients and our doctors. And I'd really like to take a moment to highlight the efforts in particular of our blood collection facility staff who had to change all the protocols rapidly to be able to collect the plasma and our IT teams who had to be able to build up a lot of very complex computer systems to be able to label these products uh, and measure everything in a regulatory appropriate way you know, the entire health system is focused on getting things going for our patients and our doctors. So we are working around the clock to do everything we can to bring therapies like convalescent plasma and any other possible treatments that we hear about to the bedside as soon as possible. Thank you for saying that. You know, that is something that we have definitely seen. You're exactly right. This virus has shown that our healthcare system has a ton of amazing people that have come together, IT, our cleaning staff, our, um, our nutrition staff, our, our physicians for sure, our respiratory therapists, our imaging techs, everyone has really come together and just created new innovative ways to do things. And you're right, it's, we still have to do all of our paperwork, we have to keep all of our records, um, we still have to make sure we have great policies to keep our patients safe. All of these things are still going on, but just in a very rapid order. Yeah, I mean, I think for other health systems that are looking to rapidly scale with convalescent plasma, I think Mercy Health System provides a great model with how we've utilized our Mercy research team 
to both recruit donors and to help physicians submit to the expanded access program so as many patients as possible can get that product. You don't have to have your own blood donor facility to recruit donors and link them up with the appropriate blood collection facilities and then to help doctors get the IND they need to give that plasma. The frontline doctors are so busy and so overworked. So if our health systems can put something like this in place to support them to get donors and get the plasma, that's really gonna help so many people. And Mercy is happy to share our processes with anyone who wants information about that. We want as many people as possible to be able to get this product. That is awesome. You know, Dr. Schindler, uh, you know, talk to your teams, but we would be happy uh, as Health Trust, we have 1,600 hospitals across the organization that we support. You know, we would be happy to share some of that guidance um, on our education page if you would be willing to share that. Absolutely. Yeah, I will ask my leaders and we will get to work on that for sure. Thank you. We really appreciate that. Well, thank you for everything you're doing. We, again, we're just so proud of everything you're doing. We, and I love that you want to share. I think that's another thing that has come from this and something where we as Health Trust really feel like we can um, see all these jewels and these best practices and easily get that information back out to the 1600 hospitals, the third of the hospitals across the United States. And that's really how we feel like we can do our part beyond just saving lives with supplies. Um, by really sharing information. So um, thank you. Thank you for being willing to share. And um, we'll let you get back to taking care of more of these patients. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks so much for having me anytime. Really appreciate everything you guys are doing and look forward to working with you guys in the future. Please visit healthtrustpg.com and send us submissions for clinical warriors you would like to recognize.